At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. You can be petty, you can get people back, you can be vindictive, you can walk around like, yeah, nobody will ever do anything to me and get away with it, blah, blah, blah. But you cannot walk around being controlled by your ego. You just can't. You put everything at risk when you walk around being controlled by your ego, when you let your ego lead you. If you really think about it, when you really assess your relationships with the people you really love and care about, the people you don't want to lose, why are you giving them that toxic version of yourself because you're unable to control your ego? You're unable to control your emotions. You're being immature. You're being childish. And if they were to cut you off because you were petty, they would be right. They would be right. If that was something that was a non-negotiable for somebody, and they were to cut you off, they would be right. And what would you say for that? What would you have to say? Oh, well, you did this, so I did this. Be mature, okay? Grow up. You could build yourself up so much. You could do all the work. You can start adapting the lifestyle of the best version of yourself. You can make the changes in your physical appearance, your grooming, your mindset, your education, reading books, getting mentors, improving your self-confidence. You can do all of that work on yourself in isolation. But when you get around other people and you're presented with conflict and you respond as the old version of you who has time, that could damage everything that you worked for. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the show. I'm your host Sensi and on this podcast we talk about taking accountability to become the best version of yourself. This is the third episode in the Reinvent Yourself series. The first was how to plan Q4 to become the best version of yourself, or at least start becoming the best version of yourself before 2024. The second was how to actually reinvent yourself this quarter. And this episode is going to be about how to start practicing being the best version of yourself during conflict. How to handle and resolve conflict as the best version of yourself. Because everything I have said prior to this point, or almost everything I should say, I've made a lot of episodes on being the best version of yourself and taking accountability in different areas of your life. But a lot of it has been the, on the positive side, right? It has been in terms of changing your mindset, getting mentors, you know, physically leveling up, adopting the lifestyle, the habits, you know, all of these things. And all of these things can be done in isolation and it's easy to control because most of it is you, you and God, right? But when you invite other people into your life, they present an interesting problem or it's, it's a unique opportunity to handle the unanticipated because you don't know how people will react. Some people will be jealous. Some people will be envious. Some people will not like you. Some people will have ulterior motives or some people will have the best intentions. But when it comes to their 
um, communication, it might not be the best. They might have, you know, not the best way of dealing with things, but it's not about what anybody else does. It's about how you respond and you need to respond as the best version of yourself, not the current version of you who has time. Okay. So that is what we are going to be addressing in this episode today. We're going to be talking about how to respond to conflict and being mindful of how you respond to conflict so that you can always show up as the best version of yourself, not just physically, not just in isolation, not just online, but in real life when you're dealing with, you know, people and situations, because that's very important. And that's something that I have been learning a lot lately. And that, that, that's just the area that I happen to be, you know, tested in a lot as of lately. So that's what I want to focus on. How do you resolve conflict? How do you resolve drama? What is your relation to drama? Do you invite it in your life? Do you instigate it? How, how do you respond when it presents itself? Okay, because y'all, let me tell you this. One of the areas that God has really been revealing who I am or, you know, some things I need to work on is when it comes to conflict. Because I have mentioned before that I am a very non-confrontational person. I don't like the drama. I don't like I can I have gotten way better at my communication because before I used to just shut down and not say anything. Now I will say something. But I think where he's working on me is when it gets to the point where people are like triggering me, like trying to push my buttons. Because my response to that was to avoid the conflict or to try not to be too direct. And I thought that was better than just saying what was on my mind because sometimes if I say what's on my mind you know we might never come back from that so in my mind previously I used to think that okay if I don't have anything good to say let me just not say anything at all right and I thought that was enough but lately I've been feeling tested in the spirit to still communicate like not avoid the conflict but communicate in a healthier way and that would require me to control my emotions and not like say something impulsive because I was like on either end of the spectrum it's either somebody will like upset me or get me frustrated and I respond in a frustrated way which is not necessarily positive affirmations or I would shut down completely because I, I'm upset and I know that me saying what I want to say when I'm upset is not something I will still feel the same way about when I calm down. So let me just not say anything at all. Let me go calm down and then I will come back and talk to you respectfully. That was like the two responses from me. And I rarely ever um, actually said anything impulsively. I just typically would walk away and then calm down and then come back and then let's have a conversation when you know emotions have subsided but now it's like 
I've been placed in different situations where I have to say something in the moment. So I have to actively manage my emotions and not say something impulsive or, or not be petty in the moment. I have to be mature about the situation. Because the thing is, I could be petty. I could say what's really on my mind, right? Which is not necessarily anything good. I could be petty. I could say what's on my mind. I could, you know, just not give the best representation of myself. But because I consciously think about what would the best version of myself do, it stops me in my tracks. Like literally, I will feel it's it's like you know those um you know you know you know those cartoons where you see like on one end on one shoulder it's the devil on on the other shoulder it's the angel. It's like I am me as the work in progress and then every time I want to, you know, react impulsively or something, it's like the best version of myself is on my shoulder saying, that's not how I would respond to that. So it's like because I'm so conscious of being the best version of myself and presenting myself in the best way possible. When I'm placed in those situations, it's like I have that, you know, that side like checking me. It's like in the back of my mind, I, I, I stop instantly. Like something tells me that's not what the best version of yourself would do. You have to be mindful of the consequences that will come if you react impulsively, if you react in this way. And that's a whole nother level because I thought it was all, you know, affirmations and positivity and wusa and switch up your physical appearance, you know, say the affirmations, think highly of yourself, start reading the book, start doing these things, get a mentor, etc. No, there's a other there's another side where you have to constantly battle that older or even current version of yourself that wants to react impulsively when you are faced with conflict and that's where I'm at right now <laughs> that's where I'm at right now where it's like I've just noticed and in the back of my mind I know why this is happening I won't say it but I, I know why this is happening and I understand that I'm being prepared so I welcome it, but it's still a very uncomfortable thing to deal with because let me tell you, you can be petty. You can be petty. You can get people back. You can be vindictive. You can walk around like, yeah, nobody will ever do anything to me and get away with it, blah, blah, blah. But I've, I've told you all this before. I don't remember the episode, but I will put it on the screen and I will put it in the description for the audio listeners. I have told y'all this before and y'all need to go listen to that episode. You cannot walk around being controlled by your ego. You just can't. You put everything at risk when you walk around being controlled by your ego, when you let your ego lead you. You put everything in jeopardy because the ego is like the most childish, underdeveloped form of yourself, of your subconscious. It's like the most childish part of you. It's the part that wants to have its way. It doesn't want to listen. It doesn't want to be told what to do. It wants to be in control. It's literally a child, right? You cannot operate in life by being childish. If you are not a child, you need to put childish things away. But I'm telling you, you cannot, you, when you say, when people say they want to get people back or if you go low, I go to hell. When people say stuff like that, that's your ego talking. 
That is your ego trying to tell you that you have to be petty. You have to get them back. You have to get even. That is very immature. It feels good. Trust me, it fe- I've been there. I've, I, I've had my petty error. I've had my petty error. I've been there. I know how good it feels. Believe me. And it was very hard putting it to rest. It was very hard. But you cannot let that temporary satisfaction of getting even control you. You cannot let that lead you. You cannot, you cannot be ruled by that because it will damage your reputation. It will damage your credibility. You will be immature. And, and for what? And for what? Like, it's literally not worth it. Like, a lot of times, pettiness, like, sometimes, because pettiness doesn't discriminate. Pettiness doesn't discriminate. It's like, you will be petty to people you don't like and people who try you, and you will be petty to the people you actually love and care about, too. In frivolous situations, like, things that don't matter, your pettiness doesn't discriminate. And it's like, If you really think about it, when you really assess your relationships with the people you really love and care about, the people you don't want to lose, why are you giving them that toxic version of yourself because you're unable to control your ego? You're unable to control your emotions. You're being immature. You're being childish. And if they were to cut you off because you were petty, they would be right. They would be right. If that was something that was a non-negotiable for somebody, And they were to cut you off, they would be right. And what would you say for that? What would you have to say? Oh, well, you did this, so I did this. Be mature, okay? Grow up. Take the mature route. You have to really assess whether or not it's worth losing your relationship for childish nonsense, okay? You have to grow up. Being petty is not a badge of honor. I have told you all this before. You could, be, you could claim to be intelligent. You could claim to be hardworking. You could claim to be an entrepreneur. You could claim to be anything in this world and you are claiming pettiness. It is not a badge of honor. It is not. And, and, and if you have people in your life encouraging you to be petty, all of y'all are ridiculous. All of y'all are ridiculous. It's like the blind leading the blind. You get nothing from being petty other than that temporary satisfaction and you jeopardizing all of your relationships and your reputation in the process because you are being childish and that's how people are going to see you. It's literally not worth it. It's not worth living a life being led by your ego. It's not worth it. Trust me. From somebody who used to be very petty and vindictive, you know, back in my teenage days, it was great. She was cute. It was an era. It was an era. But I have put that to rest and sometimes I have to fight to keep it at rest. But at the end of the day, I have to focus on the bigger picture. The best version of me is not petty. If I have to be petty, if people are doing things so much that it bothers you and you feel like you don't want them to get one over on you, you don't want people to take advantage of you, sweetheart, the the mature way to deal with that is by establishing boundaries and not allowing people in your life who want to play with you. You could go that route, but instead you choose to keep them knowing they don't have the best intentions for you and you're just going back and forth playing stupid games. It makes no sense, okay? Do the work to establish and enforce the boundaries to keep people out of your life or to have better conflict resolution skills And communication skills so you can deal with these things in a mature way that doesn't sour your relationships with people. That is the mature route. Pettiness is not a badge of honor, okay? Stop claiming it like it is one. Like, we're adults. I'm assuming there are no children who listen to my podcast. The analytics doesn't say there are children. So so, so stop acting childish, okay? 
Stop acting childish. You pay bills. I'm sure you pay bills. Act like an adult who pays bills. It is not worth it to stoop to people's levels. You don't even respect people. Like, the thing is, when people are trying you in that way, like, not not, not when you're in a, 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 a genuine relationship with somebody or family or friends or something, and then there's just conflict. But when people are not in your life, when people are testing you, when they're trying to trigger you, when they don't like you for some reason and they're just poking at you, these people don't like you, these people don't respect you, they couldn't care any less about you. They want you to get out of character and damage your reputation. They want to see you fail. They want to see you fall short. And you are so immature, you're thinking, let me respond exactly how they want to so I can feel good about it. And now you look bad for people who don't even care about you. You don't, you don't realize, like your ego is very short-sighted. You responding to that with pettiness or disrespect or anything like that, is literally you actually falling into a trap and damaging your reputation and you think it's worth it because it feels good to tell people off like they won they won because you were not able to control your emotions you see what i'm saying i just had to give y'all that you know i just had to i, I just i just had to say that because pettiness is not a badge of honor stop claiming it as one okay but i digress so we're focusing on adapting the mindset of the best version of yourself in terms of conflict resolution. Now, I already mentioned a few things, right? The boundaries, improving your communication, that kind of stuff. That is ideally what the best version of yourself would do, right? I, I don't know what the best version of yourself look like. looks like. I can't speak for everybody, but that, that's what mine would do. So it's a challenge to be in a situation where my emotions are spiraling because I'm an emotional, empathetic person, okay? And I have to like, you know, and be mature about the situation. It's a constant battle. It's not some, like some people are able to get this right. I envy you. I truly do. I'm still a work in progress. But what I'm saying is there will be different situations. There'll be different triggers. What might trigger you might not trigger me and vice versa, right? And what might incite some type of emotional outburst in me might not upset you and vice versa, right? So this is person specific. You need to assess what types of conflict has been coming your way lately. And you need to always think in the back of your mind before you respond, what would the best version of myself do? Like this is literally being on the defense mode. This is, this is the defense. Like everything else I've talked about has been often. Well, you know what? I'm not a sports person. I don't even know why I'm using these references. The point is everything prior to this episode has been like, you know, here's what to do. Here's how to take the initiative. You know, here's how to... Like the, like the good stuff of becoming the best version of yourself. This is like the damage control stuff. Like, okay, you are presented with problems. You have to respond in the way that the best version of yourself would. Because it's very true that to get to your ideal lifestyle, you have to become the ideal version of yourself. You have to change. You have to become the person that lives and deserves that lifestyle. And how they respond to conflict is also a very important piece that is often grazed over. 
So that's why I'm here to check you and the spirit of pettiness that has a chokehold on some of y'all. And believe me, I've ha- I've had my years. I've had I've had a good few years being petty and vindictive. I I had a good run. I had a good run. I know how good it feels. I know how satisfying it is. But I don't even I wish I could think of if there was like a specific situation or example that made me change or start looking at it differently. But for me, I was that way mainly in my teens, like my mid-teens. And then when I was like in my late teens, like 19, all of a sudden it's like I didn't want to be petty anymore because I realized, oh, you know what? I realized that me being petty and vindictive and trying to get even, trying to get people back so they feel like they cannot play with me, I realized that me being that way was allowing people to have access to me and be in my life who did not care about me, did not respect me, and who constantly drained me. Like I told y'all, I'm a non-confrontational person. I don't like drama. I don't like, please, please. I don't. Now, back then, it's like, okay, if there was drama with somebody else happening over there, I might, I might peek. I might peek through the window. You know, I, I might observe, but I don't want it in my life. Okay? I, I've never wanted it in my life, and I still don't. If you've ever listened to one of my episodes and while I was talking, you just started reflecting on your own life and thinking of how what I'm saying applies to you, then my question is why stop there? I use my experiences to help you see the process of becoming the best version of myself and to also hold you accountable to your own growth, but I can't tell you what the best version of you looks like. You should be the one to define that for yourself. So I created journals with prompts to help you with self-discovery, self-reflection, assessing your relationships, healing, and reinventing yourself. So if you want to do more than just listen to the podcast, but actually start working on your own life, then go to secludedthoughts.com journals. I will also leave the link in the description below. Now back to the episode. So... When I realized me being such a petty, vindictive person was constantly giving people access to me in all types of situations, like toxic friendships, etc. And I was allowing these people to stay in my life so that I can manipulate them and play with them and get even. And I can be petty and teach them a lesson because they hurt me or they feel like I'm a pushover because I'm shy and I'm non-confrontational. You know, let me teach them a lesson. I realized I was just inviting a lot of unnecessary drama into my life. And that's that's really not who I am. Even when I was that type of person, I was like, that's not who I am. Like, I don't want that. I don't, you know, like, if if I want to see drama or something, I might watch reality TV. But I don't want it in my life. I don't want it in my life. So when I realized that all that was doing was keeping me in toxic situations, I was like, you know what? These people do not care about me. These people have shown me that 
They do not value my friendship. They do not value my presence. So I need to let go of whatever it is in me that's making me keep them around to teach them a lesson. And I realized it was the pettiness. It was the vindictiveness. It was trying to teach people that I am not a pushover. And so I said, you know what? I have to get rid of that. I have to kill that part of me. I have to do something about it because I don't want these relationships in my life. I don't want to be, I don't want to be having friends that I cannot trust. You know, I, I don't, I, I, I don't want that life. I don't want that life. So I think that's, that's what that happened. That's the realization I made when I was like 19 and I just started cutting people off. But that was the thing. I started cutting people off. And then I realized it was easier for me to not be petty and vindictive because I didn't have people in my life who pulled that out of me. And then also as I became triggered here and there after I had that realization, I consciously made the effort to let people win. I literally made the effort to let people win so that my ego would intentionally be damaged so I can teach it a lesson that it will not get its way all the time. Like I used to actively do this. I mentioned this on one of the episodes. I practiced this a lot when I was driving because driving, like when people do stupid things, when people try to cut you off and it's like your ego instantly kicks in and it wants to get back at them. It wants to, you know, that's where all the road rage comes from. So I would actively do things to let people get ahead of me. If people were trying to speed up when the lanes were merging to pass me, I would let them go ahead. I would slow down and let them go instead of speeding up. Your ego will tell you to speed up, but I will intentionally slow down so that I could practice not giving my ego the gratification that it needed because I realized how dangerous it was to be led by my ego. And that's the thing I want you to realize. It's very dangerous to live a life led by your ego because when you are led by your ego, you become very easy to manipulate. You become very easy to manipulate. Let me tell you how. Because the ego wants what it wants. So if you dangle a carrot in front of people, so to speak, and the carrot is what they want, what the ego wants, you can easily manipulate them into doing what you want them to do because the ego wants that instant gratification so bad that it will do whatever it needs to do to get it. I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. Like when you, when you allow yourself to be led by your ego, you make very short-sighted decisions that may hurt you in the long term. And it's very immature. Like you need to learn how to put your ego in check. The pettiness is not worth it. Blowing up on people is not worth it, even if they deserve it. Even if they deserve it. And trying to get people back is not worth it either because you're taking all of this time, effort, and energy that you could be putting into your goals or something you really want or the people who actually care about you. But here you are plotting and scheming and allowing people to have access to you longer than they should in some cases, or even if you cut them off, it's like you're still wasting all of this time, effort, and energy trying to plan somebody's demise, and you don't realize that karma is always on time. So 
you can let karma deal with them because you know she might not come when you want her to but she's always on time you can let karma handle that but if your ego tells you you have to take it into your own hands so you can be there to witness their pain you are going to set yourself up for some more karma now because what goes around comes around like it's a never-ending cycle so I want you to think about these things as you become the best version of yourself. It's going to take more than the positive affirmations. It's going to take more than, you know, planning out the life, working out if she works out, doing this if she does that. It's going to take more than that. You also have to do the damage control, okay? You have to respond to conflict in the way that she responds to conflict. And it's not always going to be easy. I... I, I still have some work to do. I'm, I'm still a little rusty. I still have some work to do. And that's why even when I've been in situations where I've been triggered, I always thank God for those situations because I realize that this is teaching me where I have faults. Like this is teaching me the areas in my life that I have to work on because I don't know that I have to fix or adjust something unless I'm presented with a situation where I see that I'm having a hard time responding to this as the best version of myself would. So that's why even after I feel how I feel in the moment, I always pray and I always thank God for exposing that part of me that needs the work so that now I can work on it. And that's what I've been seeing a lot in my life lately when it comes to conflict resolution. And it's not, it's not like major conflicts or anything. It's more so like Little things, I mean, it's all relative. What might be little to me might not be little to you. But I've just, like, you know, I've been presented with many opportunities for growth, for self-improvement. Okay, I'll put it that way. He has been testing me in several different areas to show me that, hey, you're doing great over here with the positive changes and you know the lifestyle changes and the decluttering and all of that but you need to work on this area and you won't know this until I send you the situation for you to apply what you know to see if there's actually a gap there between what you between knowing better and doing better because let me tell you even with me coming here and telling you you ha you cannot be controlled by your ego, somebody, you, this episode might finish and somebody might trigger you and you just might say exactly what's on your mind, right? Completely ignoring everything I just said. But I don't want you to be too hard on yourself if that happens. I just want you to be mindful of, okay, I see how I blew up. I see how I responded here. Let me reflect on this. Let me pray about this. Let me address what part of me felt like it was necessary to react in that way or what part of me was triggered. Why was I triggered? And how could I have responded as the best version of myself? How could I have responded more maturely, right? What could I have done different in this situation? Like you have to actually... You have to actually assess yourself when you fall short. When I fall short, I don't beat myself up. I'll feel how I feel and then I'll be like, okay. And I'll ask myself all of the questions I just mentioned. Like, why did this bother me so much? 
why did I feel the way I felt? Because if you're a non-confrontational person, you know, like when you're faced with confrontation, it's like internally you start feeling very uncomfortable, you know, like emotions start rising up, you start getting nervous and anxious. And it's not even that it's a situation to be nervous about or anything. It's just like, it's the confrontation aspect, you know, like, if you know, you know, if you know, you know, so I have been learning to deal with that lately, and I just, I'm telling you, man, that, that's how I know life is a journey, and it's not about a destination, because I swear, like, every time I'm making progress in one area, God is like, okay, that's great, cool, cute, let me reveal something to you that you need to work on. And I'm like, can I, can I have a vacation? You know, can we pause the battles? Can, we, can, I, can I unsubscribe to the war for a second, please? I would like to relax. I would like to relax. But at the same time, I'm grateful because, and I always say this to myself, I'm grateful. I'm even afraid to say this. I'm afraid to say this, but after I say it, you'll see why I'm, I was afraid to say it. But I'm grateful that I get tested so much because I feel like it shows that he trusts me to do what's right or he trusts me to at least think about it and reflect and try to correct myself the next time. Versus me reacting like the world is falling apart and life is against me. I feel like it shows that he trusts me and I'm, I'm truly grateful to have that honor. But at the same time, I, I just feel like maybe don't trust me so much sometimes. I don't, I, like, like balance, you know, balance. Like let's put some... Let's put some longer periods in between the trusting phases. You know, I just like, I just, sometimes I want a break. That's all I'm saying. Sometimes I just want a break. I'm grateful, but sometimes I want a break. Okay? That's all I'm saying. So, to be completely honest with y'all, this is not what I intended to talk about at all. <laughs> This is not what I intended to talk about at all. I had a whole episode planned out with practical way, and I'm, I I keep looking down at my laptop. For those of you watching the video, I I I had a whole episode to talk about practical ways to start being the best version of yourself. But I I just I I I felt I felt like I needed to stay on the conflict resolution piece, okay? Because you could build yourself up so much. You could do all the work. You can start adapting the lifestyle of the best version of yourself. You can make the changes in your physical appearance, your grooming, your mindset, your education, reading books, getting mentors, improving your self-confidence. You can do all of that work on yourself in isolation but when you get around other people and you're presented with conflict and you respond as the old version of you who has time, that could damage everything that you worked for 
depending on the situation, that could really damage your credibility. That could really, you know, if you react in a really bad, impulsive way, that could like, it could, it could put a, a serious halt or put some serious obstacles in your way if you react impulsively. So that's why I'm making this episode. You have to be mindful of how you respond to the conflict as well. Because a lot of the stuff that I talked about, a lot of that you do in isolation, unless you have an accountability partner, right? But when you're planning your ideal lifestyle, right? Like when you use the Reinvent Yourself journal and you, you, you create your vision boards for every aspect of your life, and then you have your affirmations, you have your plan, you, you, you planned Q4, you started adopting the lifestyle, the mindset, you, you, you decluttered, you do all of the stuff. All of that stuff is like stuff that's easy to do in isolation. You don't necessarily need other people for that in your life specifically. You can watch people on YouTube, you can get inspiration on social media, but all of these things you can do in isolation to work on yourself. However, when you start involving people, they're you, you can't control other people. You can't control other people and you can't predict what they will do or how they will react. So involving other people presents a lot of aspects that you cannot anticipate sometimes. And a lot of that has to do with conflicts, right? Has to do with dealing with different personalities, dealing with conflict, with drama, with jealousy, with envy, with people triggering you with people being traumatized and unhealed and presenting that to you. And now you have to respond to those things. So that's why I made this episode. The conflict resolution piece is very important. It's great to know what you want, but you have to also start showing up as the best version of yourself, especially in times of conflict, because that will show whether or not the, the, the boundaries are in place. That will show whether or not there's the confidence. That will show exactly where on the scale that your self-worth and your self-esteem is based on what you accept. You can put on the vision boards that you want this nice, loving, romantic relationships and you want these healthy friendships with ambitious friends, etc., etc. But what happens when you're in real life and you're faced with people who want to go out and... I don't know, do drugs and stuff that you no longer want to do or you don't want to do at all. Now you have to actually practice enforcing your boundaries. Now you have to actually show God. Now you actually have to show yourself that I am serious about the things that I say I want because when people come into my life and they try to present me with something that doesn't align with that, I am going to reject it. If you accept it, if you make time for it, if you, even if you hesitate, you can say no, but even if you hesitate, you need to assess why there was hesitation, right? It's because the inner work is not as solid as you thought it was, and that's okay. That's okay. Life is a journey, not a destination. That's okay. All it's showing you, I've told you all before, I see situations with other people as opportunities to teach me about myself. That's why I don't take things too personal or anything like that with other people. I see other people and the 
conflict or the nonsense or the good things that they present to me as an opportunity to reflect on how strong am I when it comes to my boundaries and my non-negotiables and what I, what I say I will accept or what I won't accept and how confident am I in enforcing those boundaries. I see all of it like a game. And that's how I want you to think about it. So don't be hard on yourself if these situations come. If somebody does something petty and you do something petty back, don't be too hard on yourself, even if I just dragged you for it. I want you to at least take the time and assess it. At least think about it. Do a deep dive. What aspect of you made it so difficult to take the mature route? Why did this person specifically trigger you? Because maybe... Maybe it's just a specific person versus a lot of other people. But why did this specific person trigger you? Why does that person always trigger you? And if that's what they always do, why do you keep them in your life? Why, why do you find it hard to get rid of them or to put some distance between you and them? This is like the real life application, being in defense mode. I don't... Let me stop using the sports references, but like this is the practical application in the real world of all of the inner work that you've been doing. This is the test. This is how you grade yourself. This is how you see how well you're actually doing in this leveling up game. It's how you respond to situations. You can say the affirmations all you want. What happens when you're placed with a situation where you have to embody those affirmations? That is why I made this episode. That is what I want you to think about, okay? So when you're faced with conflict, when you're faced with all of the foolery from other people, what would the best version of myself do? That is what I want you to think about. I do this. Sometimes I fall short. Sometimes I rise above. Sometimes I rise above and then I go somewhere quietly and then I, I say what's on my mind. You know, but I don't say it to their face. That's what's important, you know. But sometimes I still need to get off my chest. Do what you need to do. But just be mindful of your reputation. Just be mindful of what you are working towards. And don't be, don't allow other people to put you in a position to sacrifice all of that, okay? So that is all I have to say in this episode. If you liked this video, if you're watching on YouTube, please like, leave a thumbs up, subscribe. Hit the notification bell. If you're listening on audio and you like this, make sure you leave a five-star rating and a written review. And if there is somebody else you know who needs to hear this, make sure you share the episode with them or share it on your social media and tag me at secludedthoughts on TikTok and secluded.thoughts on Instagram. Leave a comment below with... If, if you've been struggling with this, leave a comment below and let me know like which aspects of the conflict that you're struggling with. If it's the pettiness, if it's the ego, if it's the trying to get even and keeping people in your life longer than they need to, like leave a comment with how you would grade yourself in the process, like based on what the best version of you would do. Leave a comment with your rating from like 1 to 10. 10 being really good and 1 being not close at all. Leave a comment with how well you think you are doing in terms of your conflict resolution. 
right now compared to how the best version of yourself would respond. So that is all I have to say this week, and I will talk to you next Sunday.